Hi, this is Richard Herring. I'm at Heathrow Airport at the moment on my way to Glasgow. Just thought I'd say hello. I recorded a podcast with Stephen Fry last night. It's extraordinary. Uh, you're not going to believe it. It'll be up in a couple of days. I'd really advise you to spend the £3.50 on buying the video or the £15 to get the series pass for this one. It was amazing. It was the best podcast we've, we've ever done uh, for loads of reasons, but you'll have to hear it or see it to believe it, go to www.gofasterstripe.com slash podcasts if you want to see that. But for now, I'm going to, we're just going to put out the bit of stand-up I did before Stephen actually arrived. Wasn't entirely sure he was going to make it at this point. Uh, had some fun with the audience, and so just to whet your appetite, you can listen to this. If you want to come and see some of these podcasts being recorded, I think everyone who came last night will agree it's a pretty phenomenal experience. Uh, next week on the 10th of June, I will be talking to Mary Beard, the archaeologist, classicist, and fantastically funny woman, and uh, John Lloyd, the producer of uh, QI, Blackadder, Not None Got News, the original host of Have I Got News For You, uh, incredible man uh, obviously he's worked with Stephen Fry as well so, uh, and, and Douglas Adams so there'll be uh, lots of fun to have with that one so uh, if you want to come to that go to the Leicester Square Theatre podcast and buy your tickets I'm sure it'll sell out pretty quickly now that news is out so do book your tickets quickly if you want to come or you can just carry on listening for free but uh, thanks for your time hope you enjoy me bantering with slightly weird people in the audience see you in a bit Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring! Thank you very much! Hello! Welcome to the show! I've got, I'm, I'm allowed to film a bit this week. Uh, so, uh, this is uh, Richard Herring's Les Square Theatre podcast that was all the cool kids calling it a Hellestopper. <laughs> Don't exhaust yourself yet, this isn't the proper podcast yet, this is just me. I come on, mess around for half an hour, might be an hour today. Uh, Stephen Fry isn't here yet. No one will be, no one will be, no be disappointed if he, he doesn't show up, right? We'll just, we'll interview one of you instead. It'll be almost as good. I might be big as a bloke who looks like Nick Helm in the front row. It isn't Nick, no, it isn't Nick Helm. You know Nick Helm? No. He's gonna be really famous and you look exactly like him. Your, li your life's gonna be hell. <laughs> but I'm going to interview you, but you've got to pretend to be Nick Helm. So during, we're going, we'll do about 30 minutes here, then there'll be a time for a drink. If you get on Wikipedia, just look up. There probably isn't very much about him on Wikipedia yet. You're going to have to probably, uh, yeah, make it up. He's a bit of a wanker, just say, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very nice man. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, don't. I'm not. I was nervous enough already without this. Uh, it's a kind of extra jeopardy. It's not like Stephen Fry has ever just run off and not done. I've read this whole book, I've done proper fucking research. I've read that whole fucking book. Usually I just read Wikipedia, that's it. Uh, so, um, anyway, so I'll get. It's nice to see you all. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, do come next week as well. We've got probably if they turn up. Uh, we've got uh, Mary Beard, the archaeologist classicist, and uh, and well, very, she'll be very interesting talking. She's very. She's kind of slightly filthy on just the filthy archaeology stuff. Not the really filthy stuff. She's not a copyright analyst. 
<laughs> yeah, a couple of archaeologists in. <laughs> More people got that than I expected. <laughs> but, uh, but she's quite, got quite a nice sense of humour. And John Lloyd is, is coming in. So if Stephen Fry doesn't turn up, I'll be talking to John Lloyd about what Stephen Fry, whether that happens on QI very much. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be here. I'm sure it'll be here. So that's John Lloyd who produces QI and Not Their Clock News and Blackadder. So that should be, so we're going to do two podcasts next week, so do come along next time. But for the moment, I will uh, have a little chat with uh, people at the front, the butlers at the back. Are you really butlers or did you pretend last week to be butlers? What we, what they, now, you wouldn't know this if you weren't here last time, but these two are both butlers. They work, they buttle for the same family. <laughs> See, that didn't get a laugh last week. I thought that was funny. Uh, and they work in shifts. But what someone said on Twitter is, you're both here. Who's buttling for the family? <laughs> they can sort themselves out. <laughs> Why can't they sort themselves out all the time? You've run from work. You've run from work. They go, you, you do eight hours, then you do eight hours, and then they, they go to sleep for eight hours, and then you wake them up. <laughs> is that how you get the master up in the morning? I must be part of the duties. Yep, yeah, good. Uh, so good, the butlers, the butlers are back. So uh, all the other people in the front row, I hope you've got as interesting jobs as that. Uh, I'm looking at you, sir. Have you, have you been before? You don't look that familiar. Have you got the, the plum centre seat? As soon as you heard about this, you, you, you booked a ticket? Or is it your friend, you, you booked a ticket? He's dragged you along to get to see Stephen Fry. Yeah, I had to be fucking dragged along. <laughs> uh, what, what's your name? Michael. Michael, what do you do for a living? Are you a butler? No. Well, fuck off then. No, so what do you do? What do you do? What do, you do? I'm a You're a surveyor. Not as good as being a butler, is it? What is the best thing you have surveyed this month? So, the month of January, that's only three days. I just go and survey things, go and stand on a hill, go, look at that. I've done my job today, I've surveyed all of that. <laughs> it's, more, it's more complicated, I've, surveyed, I've done some surveying when I was in, because I, I did archaeology. And you have to survey, or the, the uh, sounds weird when you say it a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> With the slightly the wrong emphasis. Do you say that? I, I survey things, that's right, isn't it? I survey them. Do you get to the point where survey starts, you start thinking, is that actually a thing? <laughs> I've said it a few times today, and I just think suddenly I realise I'm not doing anything. <laughs> do you have to like hold a, the, I, what I had to do was hold a pole or someone else looked through a kind of telescope thing. Do you do that? I've got a laser. You've got a laser thing? Well, it's, it's back in the 1980s I was doing this. So things have moved on in the surveying world. You know, it's interesting. I've, I've got, I haven't done many jobs in my life, but I, I could do his job. That is what, that's what I'm saying. It's just holding a pole. Someone, you still have someone holding the pole, right? I could do, no, what, how do you know where you're surveying? You just point a laser at nothing. You do, you do a little surveying, what do you mainly spend your time doing? I'm chained to a desk. You're chained to a desk? Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and the surveyors just come in, take it in turns, when you say you're a surveyor. <laughs> you're a surveyee, really. <laughs> Good, no, that's nice, and what's, uh, what's your name, sir? Jack, and you, you've looked vaguely familiar. I've been to see him before. You've been to see him before. Not that many times, so not like these lunatics. Not like this. He's been to see every single nearly Leicester Square Theatre podcast there's ever been. Oh, some more people around. Just turn up when you like, don't worry. It's okay. This guy loves London, which is good to know. If you just got to a point where you didn't like when you hear something bad happened to you in London, would you take the hat off and chuck, chuck it away? Well, so I'm, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on to I love London. <laughs> He's turned up late. He looks a bit annoyed. What, what are you looking so upset about? 
they, all those people came like, you've always been there. You were, you've always been there, and I just didn't spot that I love London. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't want to, you don't want to talk to me, do you? That's why you've got a hat, so you can look down, and then you think, if you can't see me, I can't see, I can still see you. The more you lean down, the more I can see the things they are. I'm not going to be nice to you, don't worry. You don't have to look so, you're a grown man, don't look so scared. It's going to be fine. I can't do anything to harm you. I'm just so shy like my... I've got a little kitten called Lino. You remind me of... She's, she's like six months old and a cat. You're a grown man walking around with a hat saying, I love London. Which I think would be great. If you were a, like a terrorist, that would be a great disguise. Uh, don't, point at your, don't point at your slightly Asian-looking friend and say... On you, I, I'm, I don't even see colour. It's very confusing. Everything's just the same. I can't even see shade. It's terrible. Uh, so, uh, what's your name? I love London. Edward. I'm just going to call you I love London. It's easy because it's written on your face. If you, you know, if you wrote that on your head, I'd remember your name. You've got your loads of room on there. You've got to get, get, get a load of stuff on there. What, what do you do? Uh, I love London for. Uh, your driver. I'm a driver. It's not a job, is it? I drive my car around, it's easy. Yeah, what, what, do you drive, what do you drive around? I do all sorts of do deliveries, do taxes. Do deliveries, do taxes, and whatever we want, as long as it fits in the car. Or can you, have you got a van as well? I can get a van. You can get a van, so that's it. <laughs> and do you love London, or, not? Is it, or just, uh, is it? Because I like London. I wouldn't say I go as far as loving the whole. Would you marry London if you if you could? If that, because that will happen next, or if they're letting gay people marry, men will be able to marry cities next. That's how insane it's got. Firstly, people will be able to marry their own children. That's the first thing that's going to happen. Then a man will be able to. I'll leave you alone. You look so awkward. It's terrible. It's fine. It's fine. You've already had a weird something weird. You've had an argument with your friend just before. I'm not. I was, Boyfriend, friend, uh, and uh, something weird has happened here. You know, have you just done a committed a crime and escaped to a theatre? <laughs> Thinking, I know, I lay low, and all the Lee Harvey Oswald did it, and he ran away to a theatre. Plus, I'll go and hide in a, a theatre, and no one will find me in there for the mistake I made, the terrible mistake I made. I committed my crime wearing a. I'm slightly scared of that man. Uh, so I'm going to move on. I'm, not gonna, I'm never going to refer to you again. You know this whole thing's been filmed, right? <laughs> this is just this is just for evidence. Also, you know, if you do anything, I can sell this to Sky News. Still waiting. Uh, so, I, don't, I don't think this is, I'm not sure this is. Is this on yet, Chris? Don't think it is. Oh no, it says record on. Hello, I'm on, te I'm on telly. Hey. Uh, <laughs> fucking tragic. Uh, so uh, we are filming, we're filming this. Um, it's not like I'm trying to fill, to fill in time till someone gives me a thumbs up and says everything's all right, Richard. Oh, uh, my wife's texted me, that's no good. She, she doesn't know. Uh, and she says, I'm sure it'll be fine. I gave up. <laughs> no one will no want their money back or anything, right? It's fine. I'll be, 
I could interview, what I thought I could do is interview Me Too from the Snooker Podcast. Because <laughs> I reckon the, the die-hard, uh, the die-hard fans will like that. What are they doing here though, the die-hard fans? <laughs> and the Stephen Fry fans will like that, that'll be a good introduction to the world of Me One versus Me Too Snooker to come and see me interview Stephen Fry and instead see me interview myself. <laughs> <laughs> and without really differentiating between the two. I can move seats. I'll make it easy for you. Uh, good, so uh, he fell over there, that's terrible. Uh, so I won uh, this award, look, so it's got to be good. And I uh, came third in this award. Uh, okay. I'm going to show these to Stephen Fry later. It's going to be pretty impressed with those. <laughs> You won't believe it. Um, so, um, yeah, look, uh, well, I'll do, I've got an idea for a bit of comedy, which is always nice, which I'll do, um, and uh, then I'll talk to some more strange men. He's, he's really looking down now, he's kind of, is he all, is it, what's, 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 what's you, you seem a bit more friendly, what's, what's your story, what's your name? My name is Jack. Is Jack? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're a big fan of Stephen Fry's? Not really. <laughs> Have you two really just snuck in and managed to get seats? Is that what's happened? <laughs> do you know what this is? Where, do you know what, what's going on tonight? Yeah. Have you heard the podcast before? Yeah. It's your first time. <laughs> you know, because it's quite hard to get the, the second row seats if you're not a fan of... <laughs> Not particular fans of Stephen Fry's. Is Stephen Fry sent you down? Is this some kind of this part of the trick? Would you be prepared to be interviewed in Stephen Fry's place if Stephen Fry doesn't turn up? No. Okay. Something. I've, I've uncovered something a little odd there. So anyway, uh, I'll do, I've got a vague idea for a sort of comedy thing that I'm going to try out. And you, know, I'm trying to work on my show. Uh, we're all going to die. Uh, the uh, programme has just arrived. Oh, that's very exciting, isn't it? Uh, always an exciting moment. Usually the programme arrives and I have some of the show. <laughs> I haven't written anything for that yet. The only idea I've had this week is kind of a, a, actually a bit of an old idea. Uh, I've, I've, um, uh, I, I, I wrote about this, and if you read my Metro article a couple of weeks ago, I wrote about when I was 16, I went on holiday uh, to Weymouth with my friends. We were camping uh, to Weymouth. And quite a lot of funny things happened for 16-year-olds. You know, we were away from home for the first time and I'm running under our own devices and we're quite annoying. You know, if you can imagine me now, I was more annoying <laughs> as a 16-year-old. And we had very little money and, and just sort of ran around Weymouth for about five days shouting at people. We busked on the seafront with no instruments for <laughs> half an hour, uh, singing Wild Thing and stuff. And we made about 80p, we got, which was in those days was enough to buy a Mars bar each. We all got a Mars bar. So, and we heckled Ted Rogers on the... Do you remember, do you remember Ted Rogers? <laughs> There you go, you remember. <laughs> Three, two, one. Uh, and um, this is an I, I, The weird, I kind of, I will go, I'll go back to this, but I had uh, a really odd dreams the last two nights because I'm quite nervous about I've never met Stephen Fry and I'm quite nervous about meeting him. And I had dreams, just anxiety dreams, where I sort of I had to do the interview backstage and everyone was quite annoyed. Uh, and then, then I came in here and there were no chairs in the auditorium and everyone had got their own chair. And half three people hadn't turned up and they were sort of running around. And then we had to go outside. And I think we were on the Appian Way as well, which is kind of odd. <laughs> now I think about it. Uh, and I was talking to him outside. And this feels a bit like I might be asleep again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
sort of, he's not turned up. There's some strange men who don't really seem to want to be here. Even though they love what this is part of London, you know. This is we are in London now. I thought you'd be happy about what was going on. Um, so I'm sorry, so I'm sort of slightly surreal. Uh, but uh, so we, we, we heckled Ted Rogers on the, we went to see his show on purpose. And this is an awful thing to do. We didn't like Ted Rogers because we thought we were cool. We liked the young ones. Uh, and, uh, yeah, remember that? Uh, might talk about that later, if anyone who turns up. Uh, and uh, uh, so we kind of thought we were cool taking the piss out of Ted Rogers. So we kind of sat there and just heckled. And, but then we kind of got involved in the show. We kind of all ran up to volunteer and we had to do this slightly odd game. Given we were all 16, you got four middle-aged women and four... 16-year-old uh, boys, and then we had to do this game where we had a spoon tied to a piece of string, and we had to put it up our trouser legs, and then the women had to put it down their dresses, and then had to go up trouser legs and down their dresses, which, you know, could be quite funny if the, it wasn't some middle-aged women and some children uh, doing it. But we tried hard, and we won uh, some lighters and stuff, which was dangerous enough. But I've remembered another thing that happened uh, on Sunday, which I think would make a good routine eventually. Uh, we'll see how it goes tonight. Uh, but because um, we, we were under our own, own steam, we were able to um, go to eat wherever we wanted because we didn't have much money. So what we did every single day for the week, with five days to a week we were there, we went to the same fried chicken shop and had the same food for every single meal. Uh, and it was like, well, it wasn't like Kentucky Fried Chicken, it was one of those copies, you know, that tried to look like their Kentucky Fried Chicken by having red lettering and it was, you know, something like Kenzie Fried Chicken or uh, Kansas Fried Chicken. I genuinely saw one of these once. It was called Ten Kentucky's Fried Chicken, like owned, <laughs> owned by a bloke called Kentucky. Amazing. Didn't really, that's a joke. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> but you know the thing, I mean, they kind of, they think, they think you're stupid and you'll, be, you'll fall for that and think you're having a proper KFC. It used to be called Kentucky Fried Chicken, that's why the youngsters are looking, what's this Kentucky Fried Chicken? have <laughs> KFC. Uh, so, um, so we went in every day and the guy behind the counter was kind of, to us, seemed quite an old guy. He might not have been all that old, but he seemed about 50 years old, which is kind of an odd thing even then to see this guy working in a fried chicken shop. And he had a badge on uh, that said Dave Manager. Right, that was, that was on the badge. And I promise you, every single time we went into this fried chicken shop, this Ken Kirchival fried chicken shop, wherever it was <laughs> Ken Barlow fried chicken, or we don't want that anymore. Uh, then uh, my friend Phil Fry would say to this guy, is your name Dave Manager, or are you Dave the Manager? Every single time, right, and every single time, Dave wouldn't say anything, Dave, Dave Manager. That was his name, he might have been the manager, I don't know. He didn't reply, he wouldn't tell us. Every single time we'd go in, we'd get two pieces of chicken chips, and Phil Fry goes, your name, Dave Manager? Or are you Dave? Dave the manager. And so this went on every single day, 10 times maybe at least, we went in, and he just didn't respond to us, and he looked grumpy. And on the final day, uh, Phil Fry went in, he said, is your name Dave? We're going to go, is your name Dave Manager, or are you Dave the manager? And he didn't say anything, he looked a bit irked. And then I, then I said, we're going home today, this is our last time. And you know, he looked at us and he gave us a little wink. And he said, good on you lads. Either that or he flicked the V's at me, I can't remember. I can't remember <laughs> which it was. But uh, I've always thought of going back to Weymouth to see if the Kennedy Conspiracy Fried Chicken Shop is still, whatever it was called, is still there. And see if Dave Manager, if that was his name, is still working there. And if he is, whether he's still the manager, if he was the manager, or whether he's been promoted to manager, and now his badge reads Dave Manager, Manager. There's something in it. So, uh, we'll get the 
there eventually. Um, so back to talking to the strange people, the people who aren't strange. So I was talking to you, I've forgotten your name? Jack. He's called Jack as well, he's just copied you. Do you think he just said, I'm going to... I can't think of another name. This is genuinely true, when Guy Fawkes was discovered in about to light the... Uh, like the fuse of his thing in the Houses of Parliament, they said, what's your name? And he said, it's John Johnson. <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? It's like someone who's got that little imagination. They can't even think, my name is John Johnson. I'm from one John Street, St. Johnston. <laughs> I think it's the same thing, he just copied you. I'm gonna get you two guys checked out during the interval, don't worry. I'm suspicious of you. <laughs> Something's going on. Just keep an eye on them throughout the... Right. Uh, make sure they don't go to any hijinks. And um, what do you do, Jack? Uh, I work for a computer games company. You work for a computer games company? That's an odd profession for someone who's a fan of mine. So, uh, <laughs> excited about the new Doctor Who, are you? Excited about that? Yeah, I must be excited. You didn't even know what's happening. Don't lie, you're trying to be cool. You're trying to look cool in front of your mate you've brought along in the front row. If you were cool, you'd be in row 16, like these. They're the cool ones back there. Yeah, we're going to wait till yeah, we're half an hour into the sink itself. Uh, what computer games have you worked on? Um, Chinese ones. So Chinese ones? Ever... Yeah, that's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> well, bad luck for you, because there's a lot of Chi I've got a lot of Chinese fans, and they've all come in today. What's the name of your most famous Chinese game in Chinese? Oh, it's got an English name. <laughs> this is falling apart. It's a tissue of lies. <laughs> it's called War Tunes. War Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, when you're having a war, you know, it's not all shooting people, is it? Sometimes you want to sit down, play on a flute or something, and you've got the one who's the best at doing that will probably get promoted in the army and have to fight. War Tunes. What happens in War Tunes? Yeah, it's good. Your friend's embarrassed, isn't he? Look at his... Okay, yeah. You have to vanquish the demons. You have to vanquish the demons. I like it. So I've got to film. I should be filming you while you're saying this, just in case we use this. That man has to vanquish demons. How did the tunes come into it? Is it just one of those things where they've taken two words in English that sound exciting to a Chinese man's ear? Yeah. Sorry, it should be Song of War. So it should be Song of War, but the, tra the translation got confused. Were you working on the translation part? No, you do the French and Italian, but not the English. Yeah, so it's not your fault, is it? What's it called in? What's it called in French? Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. <laughs> just now can understand any language that is said to me. Like I've got a babel fish in my ear. Oh yeah. What I quite like about it is this is what the person I'm pointing at, like a yellow square appears around their face. And I kind of feel if I press a button it might launch a missile into you. No? Okay. What's 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 your name, sir? David. David for confident. It was very confident. Is this how you hold a camera, Chris? Because uh, I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Uh, what's, uh, 
I feel like I'm a man who was filming for The Apprentice or something. You have to, you have to hold your. We go this way. That'll really fuck everyone up on that. Uh, what, what do you do? I've seen you before, David. Are you a friend of Andy McH's? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, do you hate Andy McH? Uh, this is Andy McH. Say hello. This is David. Hi, Andy. He's, he's a nice guy. I give him my he's a I wouldn't like hang out with him or anything. It's a bit weird. He comes to all the gigs. It's a bit weird. I mean, I wouldn't hang out with him because, you know, he probably would kill me and he'd eat my skin. Um, uh, but uh, he might, you'd probably be all right. What do you do for a living, David? I'm a nuclear physicist. You're a nuclear physicist! <laughs> Fantastic. That's pretty good. That, now, you... <laughs> The butlers, don't you? Not, but not that one, niece, that one and that one. Butlers, nuclear physicists. What, um, how do you make, and don't tell these, these guys, just uh, tell me, how do you make, how do you make a nuclear, how would you make a nuclear bomb if you were going to make a nuclear, a nuclear bomb? <laughs> he was meant to sneak in the back. <laughs> Time for that later. <laughs> He's coming to see me holding a camera in the face of a man. How do you make a nuclear bomb? Tell me! I don't know if he knows what he's come to see. Two kilograms of uranium, that's the easy part. Fire them together. Yeah, with dynamite around them. With dynamite around them, will that do it? That's it. How, how, how many blocks of uh, London? I don't, don't listen to this bit, mate. <laughs> how, many, how many blocks of London could I take out if uh, if I use one of those? Would that destroy all of London? Would take out five miles radius. Five miles radius? <laughs> probably, we probably can't put this on the internet, can we? That bit. That's, uh... <laughs> do you ever just get really annoyed at work and think, fuck it? <laughs> No, they're, they're not paying me any attention. I haven't had a raise for ages. <laughs> no. No, you enjoy your work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever be able to split the atom? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still using quite an old textbook. <laughs> oh, my nuclear physicist. That's fantastic. Thanks for coming along. Have you been to other ones of these? You do look familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I had a nuclear physicist fan. I mean, now I'm going to, you know, refer to you whenever that comes up. Any nuclear physicist problems? Bang. It's good to know I've got that covered. Uh, good. I'm feeling a bit more relaxed now. That might not have been him though. I do look like Nick Helm, and also like Barabbas. You also look like Barabbas. This he looks like Barabbas as well, and you look a bit like Barabbas. The uh, the guy who was, you know, was released instead of Jesus. You know what I'm talking about, right? From the Bible. Jesus was one of the main ones in Christianity. Barabbas. He's a kind of peripheral figure, but he looks like you two. Somewhere between you two. Uh, good. Uh, well, I might, I might, we, might, uh, we might crack on and have a little break and uh, work out who these guys are, see if we need to have them ejected from the building. Yeah. <laughs> the man on the other side, a little bit scared of them. Are we checking tickets? Have you got your ticket with you, Jack? You got, you, oh, you lost your ticket. Did you lose it? You got them there. Okay, cool. Just shake you down for weapons. You can take your uh, coat off and you're indoors. 
like, hey, it's the middle of the fucking summer, and uh, <laughs> what does it say on your t-shirt? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Is it, does he love something? Is it, and it's got, I can see an eye heart. What do you love? I love blowing up London works. <laughs> the lucky you're with him. It's a voice of reason. <laughs> Come on, London's good. It is pretty good. It's a wonderful place. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're going we're gonna to... I think that was a fantastic job of uh, warming you up for the first part. So this isn't the podcast. When the podcast is on, uh, it is being filmed, so if you're here having an illicit affair with someone, fellas, uh, then you, you might be filmed, so watch out for that. Uh, just swap seats. Uh, if you go to the toilet, don't go to the toilet. We're going to be talking about really interesting stuff, but if you have to go to the toilet and you see a camera, duck down so you don't end up putting your big face in the way of Stephen Fry's face, because that's what we want to see. Uh, and if you, do, if you don't do that, we'll get a camera to follow you to the toilet and film you going to the toilet seat. <laughs> might do that anyway. There are cameras everywhere. Uh, so uh, go and have a drink and a wee and we'll be back in about uh, 20 minutes with Stephen fucking Fry. Yeah.